What's up, Pro Flippers? On today's episode, we're talking about how we turned $100 into $500 in one single flip. Welcome to the Pro Flipper Show. We're your hosts, Rob and Melissa Stephenson, founders of Flea Market Flipper and veteran resellers who have been selling on eBay for 27 years. We are committed to helping you start, grow, and scale your flipping business while still having time to enjoy other things that you love. Learn the strategies, tools, and tips you need to get ahead. Join us on this flipping journey to success. So let's go. All right, guys, on today's episode, we are recapping a recent flip that we just did. A cool thing about this flip is it was taking a $100 investment into $500, and we did it without using eBay. So no fees, eBay fees, no shipping costs. So that was nice, even though we don't love dealing with people on Marketplace. No. But, <laughs> but this one wasn't bad. No, th- this one was a really good one. So we're And it's not our normal 10x, so I know we talk about 10x, but you had planned for it to be more but then yeah it's 20x on this one we're gonna dive into that yeah it's kind of why you didn't take on the project so So what was it you guys are on the edge of your seats trying to figure this out it was a toll booth a toll booth booth. sorry ticket booth booth. so down here in florida i'll explain it so down here in florida on the beaches there's a little booth a lot of our beaches are you can drive on the beaches this had a little booth that sat on the edge of the beach that when you drove up your car you paid to go and drive the car on the beach this was what it was. It was a ticket booth, toll booth, whatever you want to call it. It was just a little glass enclosed room, not very big. I would say six foot by maybe three foot and then seven, eight foot tall is what it was. So that's what it was. We bought it for a hundred dollars and I had the expectations. It had one piece of glass that was broken out of the side of it. It got shattered probably in moving it the first time. I not, it, that's how I bought it was without the glass. And you I knew, had the, you knew it didn't have it. yeah, I had the expectations of putting the glass or not expectations, the intentions of replacing the glass. I had an air conditioner unit that went on an RV. I bought three of those a while back. So I had that in my stockpile. I was going to throw an AC unit in it and call it a security booth, ticket booth, whatever it was. That's you how you use it for anything. a couple things. Yeah. yeah. So that's how I was going to sell it, but it did not it sat at my storage yard for probably 2 years and I never got around to doing the project. So, yeah, ended up thinking, okay, I need to start cleaning some stuff out of my storage yard. And this was kind of like the death pile. You guys have the small death piles. I have the big death piles. I got some big stuff that I'm like, no, okay. we're calling them money piles now. They're money not piles. Da- they're not death piles. Thank they're you. money piles because we not, they need to make some yep. money and not just sit there. So the cool thing was I snapped a couple pictures in the back of the lot that I had it in and had immediately just tons and tons of people reaching out saying, hey, would you take 150? I listed it for $500. Hey, would you take 150? Would you take 250, 350? Tons of people reaching out with lowball offers. I get it. We do the same thing when we're buying yeah. items. And I wasn't to the point where I was going to do that. Finally, somebody reached out and said, hey, when can I come pick it up? I'll give you full price for it. And when they did that, I said, all right, all I got to right. move it out of the backyard. I'll get it out this weekend. And I went and moved some stuff around, got the forklift to it, which this one I did use the forklift because you I had it there. thing in forever. I haven't. And I didn't have to, to be honest with you guys, I could have moved it with a dolly and not needed the forklift. But yeah, I ended up using the forklift to get it out of there. And we got it loaded up with the forklift. So. And you wouldn't have needed to because they brought three people or two, did. Pe- two no, people. No, absolutely. Yeah, I could have easily moved it around without the forklift. We could have done that. Like I but said, you it, like to use it too. I do. Can. It wasn't a, a big deal. And it's easier <laughs> to use it when you do have it. So we had it and I used it. But so $100 investment into $500. Yeah. And I, to be honest with you guys, I if I would have done the work to it, 
I figured between $2,500 and $5,000 I would have sold it for. If I put the air conditioner on the top, painted it, made it nice, cleaned it up, put the glass in it, that's probably what I would have done. But sometimes it's just nice to liquidate, get rid of some stuff that's sitting around. You don't have the, not the willpower, what's the right word? You don't have motivation. The, thank you. The motivation to get it cleaned up and do what needs to be done to it. And that's where you just cut ties and you go with it. I didn't lose a penny on this. We actually made five times our investment, which is great. And that's how we sold it. And yeah. Killer, no, it's killer not deal. Sitting in your storage it's yard, not, it's not sitting over there. I got it out of the way. And, <laughs> and they uh, were very Lord. appreciative and want you to. They said, Huck, if you could find us some more, we'd love to buy them." She did. The lady who bought it actually reached back out and said, "Please, anything else that you have in this type of they're in the security business. Anything else that you find in this this type of stuff, we can use it. Let us know, and we're happy to buy it from you." So that was and pretty cool I, too. I think the a huge piece of this too is like it's always the hardest part listing is the hardest part really getting is. stuff done and i think like you have to evaluate your business at one at some point because you can get great deals on great deals on projects but sometimes you have to evaluate is it worth it so like right now where we're at in our business more projects are not worth it even though you'll still find some i'm sure but you know you, you do say no sometimes I now do. you're getting better at it because you know you still have stuff that needs to yeah move so if you're finding yourself like you're not motivated to do the projects don't take on more projects you know liquidate them maybe just sell them as is sell them for parts or sell them if you were you know you intended to fix it or you intended to do whatever and it's not getting done and it's not getting done and it's not getting done maybe have a yard sale and get rid of some of your old stagnant inventory although is it really called inventory if it's not listed because it's not you can't <laughs> sell it if it's not it is inventory it's just not listed it's inventory. just not listed yeah, inventory you bought it for inventory for sure <laughs> so yeah so but maybe you just need to do a little clean out or t spend a day and get organized because that can help too if you're trying to organize yourself and then be like all right well this project needs to get done and then this time when i'm not going to have time for it i'm just going to list it as is or and pick it pick it and make sure the ones that you are doing are the ones worth the most yeah, really get rid sure. of the ones if you don't have that much markup on them which i have some projects that <laughs> $15,000 I just have sitting that has been sitting for a couple of years. I have items like that that are five to $15,000 that I have not listed. And that's my goal is really to get in, dig into those, get them up and going, whatever they need, and then get those listed and sold. And these, yeah. some of these smaller ones that a little bit less money, those are the ones that I'm going to cut loose with very little effort into them and do that. So yeah. one other thing that I did want to touch about on this one was offers. People, when you do list stuff on Facebook marketplace, offer up Craigslist, you're going to get a lot of low ball offers. We're those people as well. I'm trying to find good deals and I'm sending low ball offers. And if people want to get rid of them quick, they accept the offer and I go and pick it up and that's how we make money. But that doesn't mean you have to accept those offers. So just because you list something and somebody sends you an offer and you know, I had multiple offers come in at 250 and $350 for this $500 item. I didn't have to take it. And I didn't really, I didn't even respond to some of the people that I didn't want to. If you have your item price, like this item, brand new, this, this ticket booth, toll booth, whatever you want to call it, probably seven to $10,000, brand spanking new, painted, nice glass, everything, the sliding door, everything greased up, working good. That's probably what it was worth. At $500, it was a steal. It was all aluminum. The whole thing was aluminum other than the windows around the top. Those, I mean the glass, but the rest of it was aluminum. So, and aluminum scrap alone, you know, a couple hundred bucks for sure. Cause it was solid aluminum. So don't be scared either not to respond or tell people, no, stay at your price or come a little bit down. 
with this being said, people do want to get a deal. So yeah. if you do market at $500, I wasn't worried about it flying off the shelf. We were actually traveling when I did list yeah, it. So I you wasn't- listed it like right before we left. <laughs> I wasn't worried about it. If I was waiting for that right person to come in and say, okay, I'll give you $500 for it. And they did. And that's kind of what I did. So, but I just, I'm giving you permission. You do not have to take half of what you listed an item for. There will be, if it's priced right, there will be people who come and will pay the full price for it. Or if you give them a $50 you know, discount on it, something like that, just to make them feel like they're getting a better deal on what you're asking, totally, you totally can do that. So don't be afraid to tell people no. Don't be afraid to just not take the offers if you get some lowball offers. Yeah, and we've actually sold or been listing a couple more things on Marketplace lately because we've had some stuff that we just wanted to get rid of and some bigger stuff that's not really worth it to ship. Yeah. Like that, at $500, that toll booth is not worth it to ship. But at $2,000, it, it would is. be worth it to ship. So that's why we didn't list it on eBay because you didn't have it ready and for yep. the higher price. So so it's just Facebook Marketplace. And so we've had to deal with like, well, every time we deal with Facebook Marketplace, it's like, oh, this is why we sell on eBay. This is so annoying. But then there are still good people too. We've had some good transactions lately. So. Well, both of the two that we did, I didn't make. So last couple things that we've tried to sell on Marketplace, and this is kind of going off topic, but it is, it's still good. So we had Bowflex weights put in there that they didn't work, which is a whole nother topic, but <laughs> took them to meet one guy and one guy's like, yeah, they don't work. And I said, yeah, that was in the description. We, <laughs> we said that they're not working. That's why they're so cheap. And he's like, yeah, I can't do anything with them, but I'll buy the stand from you. And I'm like, no, I'm not selling the stand separate period. That's it. So that was the only one that we had that was annoying. kind of a waste of time and annoying because they didn't read it. The last two. So we sold a humidor. We pulled out of the trash, a tall cabinet humidor, ended up selling that, pulled it out of the trash, put a little bit of time and effort into it. It to make it, but sold that one for, I listed that one for $550 and we sold that for $450. And the first person who came and looked at it and said they paid $450, they paid us, they bought it, they took it. I didn't make a ton of, because I don't like bringing people to the house either. So I'm taking to a local supermarket or something close to us where I can meet people. That's what I did for that. First person bought it. And the same thing with the toll booth. Had that, those people meet me at my storage. They took it. The first people who looked at it paid me full price for it. So really, really cool. Out of the last couple of sales that we've done, that's how they went in these are on marketplace sales versus eBay. Yeah, and we don't meet at the house anymore because of one incident about nine years ago. It was nine years ago, which is weird when I looked that up. And we talk about it more on episode 114, like just being safe on Facebook marketplace because it can be a great place to make some quick money, but just, you know, be safe. And if you can go and meet outside of your house, that's usually better. So that's what we recommend for sure. So, <laughs> that's what we would recommend. Yeah. Just a busy place like, and not anywhere far away. Like try to go to like a shopping center, not far because some people will be like, Oh, I'm, I'll, I'm coming or I'll be there. And then they don't show up. So typically we just wait till they're actually there. Or they'll try and talk you down on price when right. you get 30 minutes from your house, an hour from your house, trying to meet somebody and accommodate them. Yeah. Just don't, don't do that. Only <laughs> pick a place that's five minutes from your house, go and do that. That way, if they do come and say, yeah, I'll only give you this much money for it. They wasted their time driving to you. You didn't waste your time. And right. I had multiple people ask me to deliver these items into Orlando, yeah. into different places. And I tell them, pickup is in this location. It's in where we live. And I can give them the, even the address of the, the strip mall or the shopping mall that I'm doing. This is where the location is. I'm not driving 30 minutes to meet your needs. And then for you to say, oh, for by the way, I'm going to give you half of what right. you're asking for. No. We don't we don't play that game. No, definitely not. And another one too was, there's a lot, of, there's a lot we can talk about on marketplace still but uh, you took zell for the one of them and we don't usually like to take zell don't but we did and we just made sure it was there and it was there in the account and it 
making sure that it was actually in our account and we didn't get an email saying it was in our account. So that's or a, a screenshot from the from buyer who's doing it. So those are the biggest scams. If somebody wants to pay you with another processor, they'll say, look at, check your email for confirmation yeah. or send you a screenshot. But no, you have to physically go open your account and make sure that it is pending transaction into your account or that the money's there. So Yeah, and that's a huge thing. Don't mm-hmm. let them forge you or show you a screenshot on their phone saying, hey, it's already sent. Make sure, and for me, we had it sent to my cell phone number. They, As soon as it went into the account, they send me the notification on my phone. Can't really fake that when they do that. So yeah. I got the notification from my bank saying, hey, from the money's bank, in yeah. there, and that's it. Not a text message from the guy sending you money mm-hmm. with a screenshot. So yeah, that's how it worked. And the guy who did that, he actually didn't send me the money who came in, picked up the humidor. He had his buddy or his business partner or whatever. Yeah. He called him on the phone, and he's the one who sent the money. So he definitely could have you know, jerry-rigged something up, sent me <laughs> an email or sent me a a text message and saying, hey, here's a screenshot of the money in your account. No, you have to make sure either you're pulling up your bank account on your phone, on your computer, whatever you're doing, you're pulling it up there. You see the funds in there, not pending. You see them in there or it gives you a notification showing that they're in there as well. So that's just a tip, pro tip when you're actually taking Zelle, if you're doing it, I prefer taking cash no matter what, but sometimes if it's up into that $500, $1,000 range, some people don't feel comfortable carrying that much cash and they might want to do Zelle. Just make sure that you have it about taking cash or Zelle too and she you're did. like cash please <laughs> ahead if of you're time. worried about cash too sometimes because I have heard also stories of people getting fake money so you can grab a, a marker if you want and staple if, office uh, max any of those places will give you or even Amazon or eBay yeah buy one of those markers that will tell the you that, markers it's, that, that it's a, a good bill for sure yeah so those are just some Facebook quick Facebook tips as we're, we probably will start listing some more stuff yeah. on marketplace lately we need to amp up our sales for the fall so we are you're giving yourself a listing challenge right that's it so get that stuff listed get that money pile listed don't get overwhelmed by projects and sometimes if it's too much the project's too much then just maybe it's time to just let it go so you can go find other stuff so that's it. if you I, I do think if you find yourself just unmotivated something has to give either you have to figure out why you're not motivated to get it done like what is the 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 reason or just remove that item from your inventory get it you know liquidated and, sell it make and your money back get out of it that's get awesome. out of it and do something again all right guys if you want to go to the next level with your business your flipping business your side hustle whatever it is we have just opened coaching right now one-on-one coaching absolutely love working with people to help them scale their business if you guys want to check that out fill out the application see if you're a good fit for this portion of our business please go do it. Where can they do that at? We'll put the link below in the show notes, but also fleamarketflipper.com backslash work with us. And we would love to see your application and see if we're a good fit for each other. You guys rock. Thanks for hanging out with us today on the episode. We will see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning into the Pro Flipper Show. It would mean the world to us if you could leave us a review so we could keep helping people make their flipping businesses more profitable. You guys are rock.